Vib and Nectar podcast episode 276. In front of me, I have the immensely talented Irvin, artist, producer, and author based off Orlando, Florida, from the O, from our city. This week, he's going to be releasing his highly anticipated EP, Inspired by Her. Now, with that being said, we're finally here. I've had the pleasure of the past couple of weeks being able to see bits and pieces of you recording this new EP, Inspired by Her. Releasing the 25th, for those of y'all that don't know already. Now, with that being said, it's been about three years since the last time you dropped a project while you've been recording Inspired by Her over these past couple of weeks. What has changed from the last project till now? Man, a lot has changed from three years ago to now. Um, in between that time frame, I, I got married, uh, started to focus more on family and building stability with my family. So um, my priorities started to be, you know, uh, providing and uh, making sure we were set up for retirement and things like that. So just kind of securing my career. Um, and then I started to focus on uh, create, writing my book that released back in January this year. So it's a self-help book that was kind of like helping young adults, giving them tools and principles that they can use to help them be better successful in life, kind of teaching them things that wasn't taught to me so they don't have to go when I grew up, so they don't have to go through the same experiences to, um, to get where they're trying to go in life. So, you know, music kind of got pushed to the back burner. You know, that was, it wasn't my priority for the last three years. But when I went through my divorce, and I'll talk a little bit about that later, but when I went through my divorce and I was going through some tough times, uh, back in November of last year, 2022, um, you know, music was the only way route that I could use to release the emotions that I had inside. So that's kind of like what inspired me to get back to the music and, and write again. It, it just became my therapy as it always was. But this time I needed music more than ever. So, you know, to release those internal feelings that I had. Man, you had that calling calling back to you. Yeah, it yeah. Says, like, this was the way I would be able to not only express myself, but really find your way going through it. So on Inspired by Her, you have how many tracks you got on the EP? Five, just five songs on it. Now, I do want to say out of the five songs that you have on the EP, what's one of, uh, I would say, your favorite on the project that we should be on the lookout for? And then what kind of emotions were you going through working on the track? My favorite, my personal favorite one uh, on the project is I Don't and Down. Those like two songs kind of combined into one. And uh, the reason why I say that's my favorite song uh, written on the project is because in the first part of the song, I Don't, it kind of talks about what happened after the divorce of me kind of like losing myself and drinking a little bit more, you know, um, kind of like forgetting my value and who I was, who I am as a person because of what I was going through with this divorce and how it was affecting me, you know? So, um, that verse kind of was showing that perspective. And then as I continued in the verse, I started to talk about how my friends, people that's close to me will be hitting me up and kind of reminding me of those things. Like, man, like, bro, I know you down, but like, don't forget you're doing good in life. Like, man, you own your home. You, you know, you got a good career job. Like, don't let your marriage defeat 
defeat you. Like you, you got a lot going on. So don't forget that. So um, I kind of talk a little bit about that. And then in the second verse, I get into how um, once I started to see my own value and who I am, uh, my life changed. Everything started to get better for me because I started to appreciate myself. So I kind of elaborate on that in the second verse and like really recognizing the, like where I'm at in life and how much I've accomplished and like really like that situation I couldn't control. But what I do moving forward is what I can what I can control. So um, I, I just love how, you know, the perspective of that song was really showing true feelings of from start to finish, from being hurt to being good. And then when I switch it up to down towards the end of the song, when it transitioned into a different record, uh, that one was like, man, I know I moved on. I know I said I was moving on, but I still think about you. And I just, I did it that way because it's like, that's the real, like you let somebody go, you know, you in that moment where you like, I don't want to talk to you no more. You know, this is over. We done. But as time go by, you know, you build memories with that person. You're going to start thinking about some of those memories again, especially being married. So it was a lot of memories we created. So I was in that zone where it was like, I'm done. I'm good. My life is good. I'm moving on. But then when, uh, when the dust settled, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was back like, damn, I missed this. I missed that. So I think that song was the one where I kind of expressed and being vulnerable as a man, you don't really hear that in music these days anymore. So I just feel like I was being very vulnerable. Like, yeah, I said I was moving on, but now I feel like I sound crazy because now I'm saying I miss you again. And, you know, that's the battle that you have when you go through a breakup or a divorce. So I wanted to display that in the music. Yeah, man. Like oftentimes whenever it comes to, you know, the discussions of relationships and then the way it's supposed to be afterwards, like, man, you got to be all about self-improvement. I know listening to the way you structured that song and the way there's like two story arcs and then building up towards it. And then whenever it's basically its own song, the beat switch. Yeah. yeah that's a killer <laughs> beat switch, by the way. I love the way that you were able to pace it through and sort of organize it like, all right, even though there is a path towards you overcoming this, it ain't going to be as simple as, oh, wow, it just got better. Just keep doing it. It's like, nah, it's going to be a little bit of back and forth, a little bit of, even though I know the direction I should be heading it, you're still going to have those feelings as a human being, as yourself. I mean, it's only natural. Yeah, for sure. Now, with that being said, that being one of your favorite parts of the song, I want to take a couple steps back. So, whenever you were going through the marriage, post-marriage, and now whenever you were working on this album, how did you feel certain elements of it were able to carry through as far as the production? Um, I think when it came to the production side, it was more, I think this would probably be one of the most heartfelt, most connected body of work I've created because post marriage, you know, I was just trying to make good music. Right. Um, I had some songs released, like what I was going through in life, but not a lot of songs in my past music where I was expressing what I was going through in my personal life. Mm -hmm. This body of work was the first project that I put like my heart and soul into. So the production to the lyrics, to the cadence of my vocals, like this had to be the most emotional project I've created, the most connected project I felt 
um, since I've been creating music. So I think throughout the process of creating this project after being divorced was, you know, people going to feel those emotions. They're going to feel, you know, they're going to, they're going to feel me, you know, <laughs> cause I put my soul into it. You know, it, 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 this is the first time ever making music that like, I really got emotional recording one of the songs, the, Be- the beautiful truth. That was the first time that I've ever got emotional to the point where like, you know, my eyes started getting watery and stuff, <laughs> you know, as I'm singing that record, talking about marriage and divorce. So um, same with the production. When I went into that process, I was really feeling, I was in tune with every instrument, every sample, every lyric, you know. So I think after it's, it's more emotional. So. All right. Now, ultimately, the finished version that we got was completely different from what we, what you originally had planned and you know me being able to hear parts of the bits and the evolution to where we got to this point originally it was seven tracks yeah and then for those of y'all that have been listening to Irving eighth week for the past couple years transitioning from that name to now just focusing on your first name for this EP for this trajectory of your career at the moment what I want to get to is why did you feel the need to go through this um, transition along with the, I guess you could say the branding. Man, that was a big decision to make. Um, But ultimately what the reason why I decided to go with my actual name is because um, when I stopped doing music and was focusing on impacting the world, you know, my, when I wrote my book, my name is on the front cover, Irvin, you know, (laughs) that's who people see when they're looking for inspiration, that's who people see when they're looking for motivation. That's when people see when they're looking for, um, you know, self-help material. And, you know, I'm, that's me behind the music. You know, I get, I do a lot of community work. I'm a big advocate of uh, being in the community and, and giving back. So um, that's who I am. That's what people outside of music know me as. And I felt like back when I was going by the name of eighth week, I was kind of putting on a different image, like two different images. You know, I'm like Irvin on the book cover. This is who I am. But then I kind of changed my image and the way I dress and everything when I did music. So I was like, man, I I just want to be authentic. I want to be real. I want to be me. You know, uh, when I changed the brand to just my first name, I decided like, that's my name. That's who I am. I'm my brand. You know, like rather I'm making music or writing book, writing books or Whatever it is, I start my next ventures are, you know, I'm Irvin. <laughs> my brand is me. So I want to be true to who I am. I want to be authentic. I want to continue to carry my own image and not try to switch up anything, you know, rebranding who I am when I'm doing book content versus when I'm putting out music. Nah, you're getting Irvin. You're getting me the whole way through and anything that I do, this is me. <laughs> so that that was the whole you know, uh, motivation behind the rebranding was just to be me. And another thing that I noticed, because, you know, since the last project, even though you would post on social media from time to time, it wasn't like the way it's been over the past couple of weeks. For those of you guys that have been paying attention, one day I just remember seeing a post, boom, I'm like, all right, <laughs> we're getting a little bit active. Yeah. Then another post, then another post. And then that's whenever, of course, got the album cover, the album announcement, and then finally leading up to what we got going on this week, I would say what, how, how do you feel now 
putting yourself out there more of your marriage post-divorce of course having it on the ep how how are you feeling putting yourself out there more on social media side of things just being able to communicate what's going on with your fans man um that was a real bit big change for me um because i've always been private with my life right i don't i don't really like talk about what goes on behind the scenes and i have never really been like that on social media um but i think oh as time went by and um i started to get more in tune to uh you know, the creative process of the music, I just felt like more than ever now that music isn't just about like, you know, going in the studio, making a song. It's more about, to me, making those connections with people. So um, when I started releasing content and giving a little bit of insight about my personal life, I feel like that's the real, that's the connection. You know, that's when people say I can relate to him because I've been through a breakup or I've been through a divorce. I'm speaking to people who experience the things that I've experienced or going through what I went through currently in their situation. You know, they may be going through those same things, you know, um, but they feel that connection. They feel me not just dropping music like, hey, project coming out. You hear this project. You hear so much about, you know, uh, my marriage or my divorce process and, you have no connection with me as an artist, with me as a person. So I think as of lately, my mindset has shifted to let me make a connection with my fans as a person and through the music so we can create more of a relationship with each other, you know? And I think that's what's really going to sustain the, the fan base by having real connections with people. This is who I am. I'm a divorced man. This is who I am. You know, I felt this way during my divorce. I felt this way. I feel this way now, like giving people that insight into behind the scenes of who I am. Mm -hmm. I mean, straight up, just wearing it on your sleeve, because like you said earlier, you are pretty private whenever it comes to certain aspects of your life and what you post. So whenever it came time to you putting that out, putting it into the air and then having this body work, my my first thing going through my head was like, wait, what? (laughs) I was like, wait, this whole situation with that? Yeah. and now that you got now that you got the EP going on, I like that you are wearing it on your sleeve because especially nowadays, whenever it comes to uh whenever it comes to relationships, the way you should be geared towards relationships, blah, blah, blah. It isn't you're not handling in a matter of, yeah, I'm getting over it is what it is, or I'm just terribly, I'm just terribly upset. I don't know what to do is well, not actually like there's a lot of reflection in here. Yes. There's a lot yes. of growth. There's a lot of back and forth whenever it comes to it. And then I do want to go and discuss The Beautiful Truth, which is the fifth track on the EP. Yes. That's the song that I found to be not just probably my personal favorite or the best, but even the way you have it structured from the first half to the second half, similar to the other song, it's in a first person point of view and it's raw and authentic. Yeah. How is it? How are you feeling, you know, being able to be as raw as you have been and transparent and just leaving it on the song? Man, I wanted to put it all out there. Like I I didn't want to just put. You know, a perspective of. Divorce and what that looked like on a project, but I also wanted to, you know, most people, when they break up or divorce people around me, you hear they always want to talk about 
the other person, right? What the other person did wrong, what the other person could have done differently. And, um, you know, they kind of, they kind of play that like victim role, you know? It, the mentality. Now, it wasn't me, dog. It wasn't me. Yeah. It was her all the yeah. way, 100%. So on this project, I wanted to show all perspectives. Like, I don't disrespect her throughout the entire project. I don't call her out of her name throughout the entire project. Um, I wanted to really reflect on myself. So a lot of the project, you're going to hear a reflection of me, like what I could have done. I think about more so what I could have done differently. Um, throughout the relationship, what I could have done to make it better. You know, I do a lot of reflection on my actions and that's what helped me grow. So I figured like when I'm writing the songs, if I'm putting that out in the world, I want to show them that, you know, um, you can grow also by reflecting on yourself so that when you do move on and go to your next situation, you can be a better person. Like it's not so much about what the other person did. So like you won't really hear me mention throughout the whole EP, what she did wrong. I don't mention anything like that because I focus more on me, what I did, what I experienced, my perspectives. And, and with that mindset, that's how I grow because I can't control her and what she do, you know. I can only control what I do moving forward. So and the only way to do that, the only way to truly move forward is to take that time to reflect and heal and I did, I went through that process and I started to express that through the music, what that looked like, you know, when you feeling like, I'm sorry, I expressed that, you know, there's records where uh, I brought out that vulnerable side of being sorry. And, you know, there's, there's records, there's, there's verses on the project where I'm saying, you know, I, I apologize. And like, I wish you was back with me and I wish we got back together. Like I'm, showing all perspectives of those emotions that I felt throughout that time. But then I also get a little bit into like, I'm good. Like, you know, life moves on. Like, you know, now I'm back in the gym. I'm, I'm getting myself back together, you know? Um, and then beautiful truth, like you mentioned. And the end of that song, I kind of get into like, you know, um, like I'm sleeping alone without her and, you know, life is different. That, that feeling of, waking up at home alone without your wife, you know, what that looked like. So I wanted to literally express all those different perspectives as opposed to just like the breakup. So I felt like that really helped me throughout the project with connecting with people and just giving them all those perspectives. So it helped me be more, that's what really led me to being more vulnerable and open. More vulnerable, open. Yeah, definitely. Cause I don't, I would say, I speak for most men, probably. It ain't a comfortable feeling whenever you come to that realization like, oh man, maybe I I messed up a certain part of myself that I could have developed better. And then going back to what you're saying, focusing on not putting the blame so much on the other person, but to that realization like, damn, I could work on this. Yeah, 100%. I could work in this matter. And I say that to say in this EP, you do have a wide range of different instrumentals that are being used depending yes. on the tracks, depending on the subject matter. So whenever it comes to those certain realizations and depending on the track, you sort of have it thrown in there like, all right, this track, it is a bit more mellow. We have a bit of a piano in the background. This will be a little bit more raw and reflective, but then we're going to do a bit of a change on another track where production is different might be a little bit more upbeat and then you're going to throw another aspect 
yeah. of it to go forward with. Yeah, it was just all of the emotions that I was feeling. So, you, you know, um, throughout the entirety of the project, you hear a lot of guitars. Uh, I, th- I think every record has a guitar in it. And um, the reason for that is because, like, the guitar, I, I really, I personally connect with the guitar sound, you know. It just, it just brings out a certain level of emotion. It's a very beautiful instrument, you know. And um, I also love the piano, too. But, you know, the guitar route was really connecting with how I was feeling. So, um, you know, I didn't plan for it to go that way. But, you know, when I started to hear different guitar tunes, it just connected with me internally. And then it just ended up being, you know, five records with guitars. And it just, I was connecting with the music and the emotions that I felt at that time was, you know, all coming together. So um, I, what I did was on the production side, I started switching up like the drums because if I'm being a little bit more aggressive uh, vocally, uh, you know, depending on the story that I'm telling, then I started to put heavier drums. I threw some trap drums in there, you know, but then on like Beautiful Truth, for instance, I was um, being very vulnerable and open throughout the entirety of the record. So then I hired a, a bass guitarist to come in on that record to kind of give me that live feel, you know. So every record was based on the emotion uh, that I was feeling at that time. So it was cool to see it all come together that way. <laughs> yeah. And then for me, again, I always go back to the Beautiful Truth just because that's the one where I was able to one of the earlier ones I was able to listen to and then stands out to me. Now that you've had a bit of time to not only sit with the EP, of course, it's going to be releasing this week. How How is it whenever you go listen to it right now? As the time goes on, as it ages a little bit. Now we're going to be in a position, of course, where you're going to be able to have the fans listen to the EP. Yeah. They're going to be able to connect with it in a way that they haven't really connected with other people, even in real life. Yeah. Just for the fact that it's like, all right, throwing it out there. It's been quite a while since we heard from you. So to sort of... Listen back back to it. Yeah, so listening to it right now, is it sort of like, all right, are you... When I listen back to it, it feels good, man, Um, because the flow of the project is a storyline. People might not catch it on the first time listening to it, but when you listen back, the first song is In My Feelings. It talks about being like that moment where you first realize that this person isn't coming home, right? You like, oh man, like- Not a good feeling. Like, like we <laughs> was friends before we got married. Like mm-hmm. we was friends before we was together for those who are in a relationship. And it's like, you know, this person is out of your life and you get in that realization that they're not coming home. So that first song is like, man, I wish I would have put my pride aside. Like, I wish I would have been there more present. Um, but, you know, the reality is this person is gone. So now I'm in my feelings, right? And then it rolled over to the second uh, song, was is Missing You. So now in this record, it's kind of talking about now being tipsy, drunk, you know, and reminiscing about this person you know, thinking like, did they move on? <laughs> you know, you start getting those feelings like, did they move on? And I hope not because, you know, um, you ain't moving on. You know, I'm sitting there drinking, thinking about this person. I'm hoping that they thinking about me just as much as I'm thinking about them. Mm-hmm. So in that song, it's kind of like, 
painting that story of of um, missing somebody and reminiscing about this person and the moments that y'all shared, um, the moments that we shared. And then in the second verse, I kind of get into like a like a whole made up kind of like story. That second verse was just like talking about uh, what I would have wanted to happen, <laughs> but what didn't actually happen. That It was just the liquor that was making me think that this was actually happening. But then I, and I explained in the song, I wake up and my bottle empty or my cup empty. And I'm like, oh man, my reality that I thought I had is not the actual reality. Like this person is actually gone. So, <laughs> so like with that song, it kind of like, it's just, it's just, it, it was just like me thinking about what I want it to look like, but it wasn't that, right? So now I got that realization again, like she's gone. This is, this is, this is done. I'm just now sitting here thinking about this person over and over again. And then I get into the next record where I don't and down, that's kind of like, okay, like I've been losing myself, been thinking about you a whole lot. Now it's time to focus on me time to think about me and um and focus on you know what I need to do to grow and get better and heal um so that record but I still miss you but I'm good like my life is good I need to move on I need to um focus on me so um that song kind of changed up that perspective and then I get into the next song only you um and only you was about now talking to the next person about like, like this is the next relationship I'm in now. So only you is to the new girl, like, Hey, like my focus is on you now. I'm letting go my past. And now I'm focused on us, this new situation. Right. Um, and moving forward. So, um, that's probably the only song on the record that I said X throughout the entire project, because it was supposed to paint that picture of moving forward. So I say my ex girl, you know, and I let them go listen so they can pay attention to that. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that that so that song kind of do that reflection of um, moving on, talking to the new person. Like it's it's me and you. Um, I'm I'm letting go. I'm you know I'm healed. Um, and then the beautiful truth goes. The last record on the project kind of talks about that process of getting married. And then in the second, in the first verse, and then in the second verse, the process of getting divorced and what that looked like. So um, I put that one last because that was my most um, emotional record on a project. So uh, honestly, I kind of thought it should be in the beginning because it was supposed to be talking about like the divorce, uh, the marriage in the first verse and then divorce in the second verse and what that looked like. And then everything else would have made sense. But the problem is like, it's so heartfelt, <laughs> you know, I didn't want to play with people's emotions as they get through the project. So it's the last project because uh, one of my friends was like, man, uh, that's the, that's the crying, the, crying the car song. So, you know, <laughs> I don't want those emotions. A lot of y'all going to be driving <laughs> late at night. You're going to be like, oh, no one's around. I'm about to play this track right here. I didn't want to open up the project with teardrops and then, uh, and then, you know, shifting those emotions throughout the project. So that one's last, but that one is, you know, really expressing that before marriage, after marriage. So like that flow of the project, 
you know, when I listen back after all this time, it still feels good because I can feel the storyline and the progression, you know, from. I think it works out as a closure because even though it also works as a great great introduction, it almost feels like that's the final piece of the puzzle. So we're hearing everything that's going on through the mental, the way you're trying to navigate it going forward, what you're doing in the moment. And even when it comes to your vices with the liquor bottles, but then once all the tracks finish off playing, it's like, here's the day that made it happen. Like, this is the day that for the most part, people dream of where you never really forget. You got the pictures everywhere. And then following right up is that they ain't went missing too. Yeah. Now, I do want to go t- touch on what you were saying earlier about when you finally decided to use the term X. Like, I right, now it's, I know yeah. it's official. Like, this ideal this idea of you still being here potentially working like nah it's really hitting like it's not you're not gonna be here it's not gonna work how how is that future sometimes when you think about it that future with somebody else it's hard man because you know obviously when I stood before God in that moment and said you know uh this person is my wife I want this person to be my wife and um you know I made that commitment to death do us part. Those words have a lot of meaning to it, man. And, you know, you think that this is going to be the person you spend the rest of your life with, and then it goes away. That was tough, man. It's hard. So I think for the next person, it's just, um, that, that experience really helped me a lot for the next person, because really it's like, now I know what I'm looking for. Now, um, I know kind of like, I know, how to be a better partner, right? (laughs) Uh, So that's going to be very helpful for the next person um, as well. But also, um, I feel like I'm still at an age where I have time to build again. And, and, you know, I like to remarry later on in life. Um, So it doesn't take that away. It It just helped me to, you know, make better decisions on who I'm choosing and, you know, being a better partner throughout the relationship. Definitely. Definitely. Now, one thing that I got to give you your flowers for is that I found whenever it came to your verses, not only did you, did you improve throughout the past couple of years when it comes to delivery and the vocals, but I found that you got a good number of bars in here yeah. that have references. Like for y'all are going to be listening, don't let it overlook you. You're going to have a verse that you're going to have about two references. Not only that, but whenever it comes to the storyline elements, it's going to tie into the second half of the song. So for those of you guys that are going to be tuning in too, be attentive to that because at the end of the day, there is a storyline yeah. that applies. Now, while you were working on this project musically, were there like any other sources of inspiration, any other ideas that came in, like, oh man, I could, I could incorporate this in here, add it to, add it to my sauce. Yeah. Um, I think that's just having supportive and good people around me. Right. Uh, when I first started writing the project, I had like this one direction I was going in, like every song was like, you know, uh, crying out. (laughs) I'm sorry. I apologize. You know, every record and, uh, having people around me, that's like, man, like, yeah, that's how you felt at that time, Irv, but, you know, how you feeling now, right? And um, uh, helping me to see, like, different perspectives and also, you know, friends around me, like people like yourself and uh, my brother and my my other friend, um, 
AT. So between you, AT, and my brother Coop, um, you guys helped open up my perspective to 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 um, see things differently throughout my writing process. Because that was you guys were the people that was like, um, yeah, man, like this sounds good, but give me some more of what you've been going through. Give me some more uh, details, you know, between the three of y'all. Like, give me more details. Let me. Cause y'all, some, you know, some of y'all saw the process of the divorce. Some saw the process of being married. So, you know, all together, it's like, I know how you doing now. And and I don't hear you talking about that. (laughs) And then my brother, like, I know how you was doing then. And I don't hear you talking about that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just having that supportive system around me, that helped me tap into uh, my writing, a writing space that I've never tapped into before. I started to really get vulnerable and really just talk about real experiences that I had. So that inspiration came from the people around me, man. Just, you know, AT would be shooting me a lot of videos on like, you know, listen to Usher Confessions album, you know, uh, <laughs> that was a real big inspiration. Just hearing how vulnerable he was on that project, you know, um, and and other people as well. Um, so like listening to other people that inspire me, you know, throughout music, throughout my music career, um, and how they relate their experiences throughout their music and their albums, that was a real big inspiration to me too. But I would have never thought to do that if it wasn't for my friends being like, yo, listen to this. Um, yo, think about this. Yo, tell me how you feeling now. Yo, tell me how you felt at that time. So that supportive system really helped me get out of my comfort zone and start to touch levels, reach levels that I haven't never reached before. Mm-hmm. Now, I do got to say, like, I really appreciate the evolution that you've gone through, not just as an artist, but as a human being. Now, throughout this so far, tackling on just your transition from eight week to Irving, to even the way you've been moving different from the marketing sense to opening up more when it comes to the social media, building these connections, social media, not only that, but also continuing to just evolve with your friendships. Yeah. And then like you were saying earlier, not just, oh, what's going on in the past or how I was feeling, but how you're feeling in the now and how that's ultimately going to push you to be who you are at the moment. And also grow with it. Now, I do want to say this is a five-piece combo that we got here. Yeah. It's, five, it's a five-piece combo. There's no filler. This is straight tender chicken right here. Yeah. There was a couple songs that didn't make the cut. So yeah. whenever it came time for the sequencing, deciding what not to have on the EP, how did you decide that? Um, just the flow of the project, like from song to song, um, I felt like the ones I selected, they felt good together. They fit. It felt cohesive. Some of the other records, it was um, rather it was the, the the production or like my, you know, um, my cadence. It, it just didn't fit as I played everything through. But they're still great songs and um, really, really good production. So I do plan on releasing uh, a lot of new music uh, very soon. So those songs that didn't make the cut, they will be releasing 
Uh, just so y'all know, <laughs> I mean, you, you got one so, in there that even though yeah. I understand why you cut it, like yeah. I'm like, oh, so, so like so just a little insight for the for the listeners. Um, there were some dancehall records, and I just didn't feel like it fit this project. But I think you know my next project or single, I might do you know a dancehall EP next. You know, because I I did make two dancehall records throughout this process that didn't make the EP, so. You know, I'm on that. I'm on the edge of releasing a a, um, a dancehall EP next, or just releasing them as singles. But the ones that didn't make the cut, they still real. They still, you know, going to talk about some real experiences that I had. So it definitely got to be put out to the world, and um, it will be coming before the end of this year. So just expect some some new music. All right, definitely. You know, whenever it's here, I can't wait for it's here. Yeah. For now, we can't wait just to be able to digest what we got going on. And I do want to ask this. How, what would you say to your past self, even just a couple months back when you were just in a different mindset? Yeah. Even before you even started going through recording, like, what would you tell your past self? Man, um, it's, it's answering that question is a little difficult because it's like, I respect the process of growing, right? What I know now, I didn't know then, you know? And um, I respect the decisions that I made in the past that got me where I'm at because everything that I went through, all the decisions that I made, the past that I took, the journey that I went on is what led to who I am today. So I'm proud of the decisions that I made, you know, back then. I'm proud of the music that I made you know, at that, at that time, because again, like that's what I dealt with at that time, three years ago, four years ago when I was putting out records. But if I could tell myself anything, it would be, um, you know, I wish that I would have been this real and authentic from the start of making music, you know, um, this space that I'm in now and it's very, like, I feel connected with my emotions internally. So I'm able to express everything that I'm dealing with through my music now. And I wish back at that time I had that skill to connect, you know, and um, that's the only thing differently that I would have done from then to now. And it's just always been authentic and real and coming from a space of true experiences because that's when I feel real connected to my music. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So overall, we got five songs on the EP. It's going to be releasing on the 25th. For those of y'all that don't know, now you know. For those of you that do know, yeah. y'all already know what's up. <laughs> now, I have been enjoying everything as far as the rollout, the way you've been taking your time day by day, just revealing more and more. And I can't wait for the release either, yeah, yeah. For post-release, <laughs> for everybody else that's like, if you're going through something, just being able to listen to his experience, Irving's experience, Irving's point of view, and then just being able to where you could connect with your fans that kind of that kind of way. Yeah, it's it's man, I would say when I was trying to decide the songs on the record, I played and I'm not going to put anybody personal information out there for for their safety and protection, but you know, there was two people, two different people that you know, I played these records to before deciding the records I was going to release on this project and um it was two people that went through divorce in the past and I just wanted to see if the music would make a connection and um 
you know, two different people, two different times. I was just like, hey, I want you to, uh, one was my friend played it for uh, somebody. And then one was a, a personal friend that I had, that I have. And um, when I saw teardrops coming from these two people, um, that's when I knew, uh, okay, I'm on, I'm on the right, I'm on the right direction. I'm on the right path musically. Like I'm there, I'm there. And that's where I wanted to be with the music. Cause I wanted to really impact, make an impact through my music, just like I do with the book and other things in life. I wanted to make an impact, a real connection. And when I saw that happen twice, real teardrops from like, just feeling the words that I'm saying lyrically, um, I said, okay, the world is, the world needs to hear this. This, this is it. This is, this is the project. That's a, that's a beauty about music, man. Just music, the way not just anybody could react to it, the way they could feel it. And then just you for yourself, even though this was a process that ultimately it's intimate between you and the microphone. Yeah, it's intimate very. between you and the beat selection. Like this is it's more than just like, all right, I got the song down. Like this is therapy. This is therapeutic. Yeah. This is a lifestyle. And then for somebody else to hear what you pushed out to what you made, and have that reaction and who knows how many other reactions. You got to love this shit. I, I swear to God, man. you got to love, love this it. shit. You gotta, <laughs> I love then, it. <laughs> not only that, but you being that you damn near produce everything. Yeah, yeah. And, and Sing, yeah. rap, <laughs> like it's just nothing but your words all over. I, I wanted to display everything that I do, um, you know, from a talent perspective. So that was another reason why I decided to do all of those different um, aspects of the music from the writing to the recording myself to um, the mix engineering. I did get somebody else to master. So shout out to Theory on um, my master in engineer. Uh, I did want a second ear on that just to get it crispy, get it clean, mm-hmm. you know, um, to match out, match with the records that's out there that I love. Um, but he did a great job with that. So I appreciate him for that. Um, but the production and everything. I just wanted to really showcase everything that I do through this project. So when you listen into this project, you hear all me like, okay, he can do production. He can write. No features. Can, featuring, no himself. Feature. featuring himself. Featuring <laughs> himself. Yeah, yeah. Because I did some, featuring Irvin. some singing and rapping. So I mix up and rap on a verse and then I'll sing on a, on a, on a, on another verse or sing on a chorus and, you know, mix it up. So I wanted to really show that rapping side, singing side, my engineering side, production side. And another side, part that I Writing, find, everything. <laughs> I find underrated is that whenever you let the tracks breathe, because that's, that's something that I appreciate about the tracks you produce. Yeah, it's great hearing you rap and sing, but those moments, whether we're going to a quick interlude or we're going to a transition to another beat switch, there's that breathability where it's yeah. just a production, where you're yeah. able to just sort of sit in that space and absorb it. Yes, that, that, was, that was on purpose too, because, um, you know, one, my, my favorite artist right now, or one of my favorite artists is Drake. Um, and when I listen to Drake, a lot of his records is, um, you know, the simplicity of the the records, you know, it, you hear more of his cadence and you hear more of what he have to say and not so focused on the distraction of the production behind him. So I kind of like, I peeped that. And uh, throughout this project, I kind of kept that in mind. Like, you know, let's keep it as simple as possible on the production side, but be as deep as possible on the lyrical side. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is the first time that I really took that approach on a body of work. Very. So I'm excited to, you know, hear more feedback 
see what people think about that. Because like I said, like, um, this is the first time that I really, um, got so deep as deep as I got and, um, and simplified the production in the background. So yeah, I do let it breathe. <laughs> I let that. it breathe a lot. Definitely, but I feel that's what that's what really helps play with the whole atmosphere. Just because once once I consume the verses, then it's like, what else am I even hearing in the background? Because there's a certain sound that can add to what's being said. Yeah, yeah. Whenever you're hearing the guitar chords, and then there's a I'm not gonna spoil all the verses, but then you spit a certain verse, you're like, yeah, I, I, I notice, take away I notice, some things. I notice yeah. certain certain. Things get stripped, or sometimes the tempo increases. <laughs> exactly, now it's taking a yeah. different direction, and I feel like sonically my ears are moving with it. That's the best way I could explain it. Yeah. Now, seeing as how summertime, damn near, even though it's still hot, it's ending, we're moving into the fall. Would you say to the fans, is there like a certain way you would like them to consume the music? Do you feel like right now is just the way everything naturally is going? It's like right now, however you decide to just enjoy it, or would you say like, I don't know, Best way is probably to like, hey, would you prefer them, hey, get in the whip or maybe sit in the room and listen to it or just however you consume it? This is definitely one of those um, sit in the room and listen to it. Um, in a car, it's a vibe too, for sure. But I think in a car, it's like, you know, it's a lot of distractions, like going on, you reaching your direction, you you know, you you trying to get to your direction. If you're on I four, <laughs> you fighting for your yeah. life. I swear to God, <laughs> you, you trying to get to your direction. You you. I mean, I mean, when I'm in my car, I'm trying to hear. You know, I'm, I'm listening more like production. You know, because I want to hear that bass. I want to hear that vibe. And I might not understand anything that's going on lyrically in the song when I turn it all the way up in my car. You know, but it's a vibe. You know, on this project, it's kind of like I want you to hear what I'm saying. So I want you to like, you know, be at home or in a room, you know, playing a project, listening to it. You might be sipping a drink or, you know, you might be uh, just going through it and you need some therapy. And, you know, this would be that project that will help you, you know, for people who dealing with those same things, either, you know, break up, going through a tough time in their relationship or a divorce or people who, um, who, not going through a breakup or a divorce, they might hear these records and it inspire them, you know, to be like, man, I, I really feel, I feel that way too. So let me change the way I do things before I have to go through that. <laughs> Cause you can learn from other people's experiences. You know, you don't have to make the mistake, you know, to learn from it. People can learn from my experiences and that may prevent them from making mistakes in their relationship. Like when I talk about, I should have been more, um, available, right? Somebody might be in a relationship and hear that bar and save their relationship because they like, man, I need to be more available. Like I connect with that. I see what he's saying. Like I see what he's going through and I don't want to go through that. So let me be more available. So it could save some relationships too. When I talk about the beautiful truth, I talk about marriage. You know, it might be people that's married that might be like, you know, I connected with him on what he said about being alone and the house being empty and not having his wife around, you know, like some people might say, I don't want to destroy my family that way. You know, I don't want that to be what my life looked like. So that might save them. They, they might, you know, change their behavior. So I think it's definitely a project to sit down and listen to for sure. 
Definitely, especially in an era where whenever it comes to information about relationships, you, you you know, we see on social media, we hear people venting off. I do want to say this is an album that I feel is like legitimate and not only the lessons, not only in the story and any po- any possible connections you could make to it, but as its own like body of art, something I'll go back to is just like, it's an experience. Yeah, so for sure. Overall, I mean, seeing everything from going from eighth week to Irvin right now, and how your music has always been a part of who you are, what you're going through, what you're experiencing. I'm happy that we finally here. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm happy that, yo, this, <laughs> Look, this EP finally sure. about to drop. For sure. And I appreciate you having me, man. No problem. Overall, I'm just excited. As far as streaming platforms, where can we catch it at? Man, the project's going to be everywhere worldwide. So it's going to be on Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music. Um, anywhere you can stream music is Pandora, uh, you can, if you have an iPhone, you can say, "Hey Siri, play Irvin," and, <laughs> and the, the project's gonna pop up. So uh, it's gonna be everywhere. You can find me on Instagram at I am Irvin Nelson. Um, same with Twitter and 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 Facebook. So uh, very consistent across the so- social media. It's just my first and last name. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be everywhere, man. Just. Irvin and E R V E N. Y'all know the deal. Y'all know. <laughs> you know, people be putting the I in it, man. <laughs> so it's Irvin E R V E N. You know, <laughs> type in my name, Irvin Nelson. Is is be everywhere. All right. Y'all know the deal. Streaming platforms, we got them. If you're gonna go on iTunes, cop the album, cop the tracks. With that being said, man, well, I can't wait for it to drop. And if going on from here, everything else in store, and even reflecting back on this project. Man, I'm, I'm I'm grateful for this opportunity to be here with you, man. Um, you know, somebody that, you know, I've 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 been around for um, for a while, man. A couple this this relationship date back a couple years, man. So it's cool to see where you at in life and where I'm at in life and how um, it just all came together a couple years down the line. It's just that reconnection, and you know, now this is my first podcast interview uh, style. Um, of content. So I'm, I'm happy to be doing it with somebody I started with. So um, I appreciate this opportunity, man. Thank you for having me a lot, man. It means a lot. It's how, how all of this came full circle from, from being friends years ago <laughs> to way, coming way back, back to being here where we at today. So I, I appreciate this podcast and, you know, your following your team and, um, and accepting me and, you know, on this, on, on your, on this platform. So I appreciate that. Definitely. And with that being said, Y'all know, y'all know the deal. Living at the podcast, and we'll catch y'all. We'll catch y'all. Yes, sir. <laughs>